it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Okay, the Leafs have just scored, so it's now 3-2 for the Lightning with 648 left in the second period. At one point, the Lightning were up 3-0 well, after the first period. So now 3-2 for the Lightning. End of the second period, Rangers up 3-0 on the Devils. Tarasenko, Kreider, and Lindgren. The goal scorers in that game, Jets and Golden Knights face off in about half an hour. And in about an hour, it's the Kraken and the Avalanche. I mentioned uh, Western Hockey League tonight in Red Deer. They're about to start the Rebels against the Saskatoon Blades in game three of that series. It was the uh, Rebels winning a couple on the road to go up two games to nothing. So we will keep an eye on that one for you as well. Bottom of the fourth, Blue Jays leading the Astros 2-0. If you want to get in touch, we have the Oilers and the Kings on 6.30. Ched tomorrow, face-off show at 6. Game will start uh, 8.20-ish, kind of like last night. So we got you covered for that one. Jack Michaels, Bob Stoffer will be describing the action. I uh, believe uh, we're going to have Laddie Schmid as one of the Oilers alum dropping by in Studio 99 tomorrow on the face-off show, so that'll be fun. We want to send you to the game as well. We want to send uh, an Oilers super fan and a guest to game two tomorrow. Go to the contest page on 630ched.com. Nominate somebody or yourself. Well, you're somebody. And Brian Adams needed somebody. And we announced... What's that, Kellen? Good song. <laughs> that is a good song. That one has stood up really well off that album. Maybe Which better, album was maybe that? better than Summer of '69. I mean, Summer of the first seven seconds of Summer of '69, incredible. Rest of the song, pretty good. But I mm-hmm. think somebody as an entire song might be better. Right. Anyway, <laughs> don't don't distract me with '80s music, <laughs> Kellen. That's gonna derail the whole show on a show that easily gets just derailed. Uh, we'll announce the winner of the Oilers Superfan Contest. To circle back to that, on Chelsea on Ched. Tomorrow. That's Wednesday. All right, so go nominate somebody. Got it. Luke Gazdick, part two of my chat with him from uh, this afternoon downtown, presented by Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. And uh, Luke and I got uh, talking about the Oilers' game one loss to the Kings. In your mind, anything to guard against, don't make it, feel like more than one loss because of how it happened right like there's a loss and then there's there's how it happened you know what I'm getting at yeah yeah I think so and there's a lot of things that happened in that game good and bad Reed and you have to park that they're they're gonna watch that video today 
they'll Woody will dissect that. They know, and I think even going into this, that the Kings have a certain way they like to play, and, and you know, Oilers fans, myself included, saw it last night. They do not change their tempo. They stay on top of the puck. They're always on the D side. They have help, and that's Todd, right? He, you can see he he has a group of 20 guys that have bought into this system, and it's not going to be an easy out. You know, it's it, it's definitely going to take a couple changes I'd say uh, one of them definitely the minors right you can't take eight penalties in a game and and expect to win that against any team in the league I don't care if it's game one of the playoffs or or game 45 versus Arizona you know you can't be take you can't be going to the box eight times and, and the guys know that and if they didn't then they know now uh, but I think they'll just park that one assess you know what needs to be different and I actually don't mind it for the boys that's a little adversity they weren't going to go 16 and 0 all the way to the cup right nobody does uh, you're going to lose games and this is where coaching and adjustments I think is going to come into play and and just the adversity for the guys and turning the page it's going to be real interesting tomorrow. I have a good feeling about it, but uh, it's a big challenge for them. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned the penalties because, you know, Brownie and I said that after the second period when it was 2 nothing, just don't give L.A. chances. And I know Bush isn't trying to hit the guy in the yeah. face, but the, the stick goes up, and then, you know, I know we can't know how Vinny felt in the moment. He was pretty honest last night talking, but the guy gets by him. Like, he can't. Yep. You gotta still, even if you're beaten, you still gotta kind of measure the moment and think like, okay, how how do I not make it worse? Yeah, it's all situational. Reed, games are always so situational, and you need. There's a good time and a bad time to even take a penalty. There's a good time and a bad time to make a hit. And I thought Bush made the wrong decision, and he he knows that, and 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 I think a lot of people were were upset by it, but. You know, you just got to keep an eye on the clock and, and you got to be smart in that scenario. It doesn't, uh, like I said, it doesn't matter whose power play you're putting on. You give them, you give them that with the extra attacker, you're just asking for, 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 for something bad to happen. And, and with Vinny's too, you know, you feel, you feel for him, but that's a big lesson for, for two young players to learn early in the playoffs. And, and I think that was, was, was Vin's first NHL playoff yeah. game, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. So that's a that's a quick lesson learned. Um, you you got to turn the page, like I said, but uh, ho hopefully, hopefully, guys will be more aware situationally and just know that there's a time and a place to, to take a run at a guy. I love that stuff, you know? Like, keep your hands down, but I love it. Take a, take a nice run. Let them know you're there, but a buck 45 or whatever it was left in the game, game one, you know, that's maybe not the time to uh, to do that. I, I found Stuart Skinner really interesting to listen to interview this year. I mean, he's I've referenced several times he talks openly about stoicism. And he said today, I, I, I just really appreciate his attitude and how he looks at things. He, he said something like, it's a positive thing I got my first playoff loss out of the way. And I thought, oh, that's an interesting way to make it a, make yeah. it a positive. I wish I could look at the glass half empty so so beautifully and elegantly like that. But yeah, I think it's good for him too. And I'm sure he was nervous. He never looks like he's nervous. I don't know. You've been covering him all year. When I watch him, he, nothing phases this guy. He's cool as a cucumber. And and I'm I'm kind of glad, just like he said too. Get that out of the way. I'm sure he was nervous, even if he says he wasn't. I'm sure he was nervous. He's probably got a hundred people in the stands. And I think now he can just kind of breathe. Like that one's over with. You you experience the moment, and, and you move on. And and I think I think he, you know, he was he was as good as he he. Had 
had to be last night. I thought he was excellent. Uh, you want you don't want him to, to let in any, but uh, I, I thought he was excellent. Uh, needed a little bit more help late from the boys, and I have no no worries about Stuart Skinner. So, uh, like, how do you think? What, what's Woody emphasizing? Is he emphasizing? Oh, I, I know you got to speculate a little bit, but you know him. Do you think he's emphasizing more tactics or emotions after the after that game and through today? Oh, good question. Uh, he'll go for the emotions first, yeah. right? And I think that's what a good coach does. Is I used to, I, I remember, I don't even know if it was Todd, but maybe a coach earlier in my in my career might have been Glenn Gullitson that told me that he never goes down. You know, if a player makes a mistake on the ice and he comes off the ice for for his change and is sitting on the bench, you never go at a player right away and say, "Hey." You know, you don't do that, right? There's so much adrenaline right away. Wow, kid knows he made a mistake. So give him a second. Give him two, give him, two give him three minutes before his next shift. When he's caught his breath, go and say, hey, you know, you know that was the wrong play, right? Uh, reverse it up the wall or, or make sure you take a look, whatever the play is. And I think that's what Woody will do in this scenario, or at least I think, or, or I would, is like let the boys digest it for a little bit. Let them feel that emotion of what it's like to lose in the playoffs. And, and that was a heartbreaker, too. Let them, he probably said, you know what, feel this. Like, this sucks. Um, and then this today is all tactical. You go back to the drawing board, you sit in that video room, and he will dissect everything that happened. You know, every, every play that he didn't like, and especially uh, PK, and especially late game third. Uh, I thought they just got a little bit away from their game in the third. Uh, like, their, their first 40, I thought they were okay. Um, but I thought they just got a little bit, of, uh, you know, outside their game. And I think it's just, take a page out of LA's book. They stayed with their game plan from the puck drop till the final goal went in, right? You, they were the same team the whole time. So I'm sure he'll go tactical game day today and, and have, a, have a game plan for tomorrow. All right, well... Fans were hyped. Uh, tough loss last night. I, I almost hesitate to tell you this. We did have a gentleman call in and suggest maybe it's time to trade Connor, which uh, Rob and I didn't have much time to talk talk yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, I don't think but, I would either. <laughs> but the uh, you you know what the emotions are like here, and and you uh, you live in Toronto. Tell us about the mood there, playing the Lightning again, and obviously you know like. Like the Oilers, they've had some bad years, and now there's optimism and trying to get over the hump. What's what's the mood like in Toronto? Oh, it's buzzing. And, uh, heck, I would have been there tonight if I wasn't here, probably. Uh, I had a friend going to the game that had an extra ticket. I go there as a fan, too. I grew up as a Leafs fan. I used to take the, the train down to Maple Leaf Gardens when I was a kid. And the city is buzzing right now. I, I think rightfully so. They have a really good hockey team. This is probably the most I've liked the Leafs team probably since they lost to the Bruins seven, seven years back. This is my favorite Leaf team with the additions they've made. Hopefully I'm in Edmonton if they do end up losing the series because there might be some riots there, but I think it's their time to at least get past the first round. Boston will be a tough out, but if there's any year they could they could sneak one you out here. Do you think the Lightning are, are vulnerable here? I think they're vulnerable. I mean, you never want to bet against them. They they never cease to amaze me, but I just think Vas, Vasilevsky's going to look to steal a couple, but I truly think they have the better team right now. I, I honestly think they have the better team. Their goaltending is a little suspect. Um, but if there's any year they could do it, it's probably this year. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow in Studio 99. There will be fans who want some pictures then. Yeah. So, and you, now I'll end on a lighter note for the autograph. 
uh, complex, quick? Like, can you read Luke Gazdick? What's yeah. it like? You can read the L and the G usually, and then everything in between there is just scribbles. So <laughs> mine's pretty easy. I've seen some really good ones, and I've seen some ones that literally just look like chicken scratch, um, just dots and lines. But no, mine's quick and simple and easy. You can, pr you can recognize. I usually throw a little 20 in there, too. That was my other's number. All right, it was good to see Luke Gazdick this afternoon. He joins us every two weeks on Inside Sports, courtesy Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. And as we were talking about the Leafs and the Lightning, a significant development in game one of that series, Michael Bunting, five in a game for an illegal check to the head on Tampa Bay's Eric Chernak. They were going after the puck in the corner. Bunting came up high, sort of... I don't, know, I don't know if it was full-on elbow, Kellen. It was kind of, I guess, the bicep-tricep area. But he did go up high. They did review it, and the major penalty was confirmed. So mm -hmm. the Lightning go to a five-minute power play. And I guess you wonder if there's going to be any sort of supplemental discipline on uh, Bunting, if he might face a suspension coming out of that. It is 4-2 for Tampa Bay with 3.42 left in the second period. They have 4.20 left on a five-minute power play. So a really massive call in that game I don't have a problem with that he went up high I think he knew he was going up high or, or at least doing something dangerous kind of like Dumba did yesterday against Pavelski quite frankly though I know you know Pavelski's head hit the ice um, but that's a, a big loss for the Leafs one of their better players and trying to kill off a five-minute penalty down two in this game all right when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kelly Rudy is coming up, 780-496-0063. I don't want to catch up on some of your messages, and we have open line time here, too. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown & Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Well, one of my mother's least favorite human beings in the history of civilization involved in a goal here for the Tampa Bay Lightning. That, of course, is Corey Perry, if you're new to the program. Uh, now, they gave Ross Colton the goal. It might be Perry's. This is on the Lightning five-minute power play. A jam play at the side of the net, and the puck appeared to be lodged between the post and Samsonov's left skate, and Colton and Perry both kind of poked at it. And what was interesting to me, Kellen, now, and we're also both listening to this without sound because we're doing a radio show. <laughs> so, that's, that's correct, But yes. it, it didn't look to us that the puck was definitively over the goal line. It was lodged there, and then Perry and Colton, I can't remember, it was hard to tell the sequence, both slapped at it, and it appeared to roll on edge into the net but I thought some of it was still over top of the goal line but anyway they reviewed it and they said it was a goal then the Leafs challenge for goaltender interference because there's I mean again we don't have sound but assuming that they're saying the pad was slapped which made the puck go in mm -hmm. and the goal counts 
I, I, I'll have to look at it. I, I mean, again, we're watching without maybe some folks at home are, are watching this with with sound and maybe even know more than we do. But that's mm-hmm. how, how I saw this play out. And now so Tampa's now the Leafs get man. a penalty. So now it's a two-man advantage for Tampa Bay. And now they're up 5-2. Uh, weird to me. There, I mean, there must have been an angle that showed the puck all the way over the line. If it was, it wasn't by very much. And then... Now, again, if it's not definitive, they go with the call on the ice, right? So they, they call it a goal on the ice. Right. So maybe they say, well, there's no for sure goaltender interference. So that's maybe that's what's going on. Because uh, it kind of looked to me like maybe the, that wasn't going to count, but it did. All right. So anyway, Tampa's all over him here, trying to go up 6-2, still 5-2. We got Fred, 780-496-0063. Hey, Fred. Hey, you know what? Uh, Leafs aren't getting by Tampa Bay after what I'm seeing here tonight. Just too much firepower. The goaltending is atrocious for Toronto, but uh, maybe I'll be wrong. But as far as the Oilers, everybody today, the sky is falling. Trade McDavid. It's one game. It's best out of seven. They ought to change up a few things. But I got a little suggestion. Would you throw Kane up with McDavid for a few shifts tomorrow? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how severely Woody is sh- going to shuffle the lines to start the game. I right. think. I mean, I'm, again, they didn't have a full practice today, so we'll see what it's like at the morning skate. Even though sometimes that isn't a great indication. Um, I think probably Woody is debating how much do you reward the players for the first 40 minutes? And do you have enough faith in Nugent Hopkins, Hyman, and McDavid that you assume they're going to finish some of the chances? Because they seem to be not totally in sync last night, but they still had the puck a lot, and they still got a lot of shots on goal. Now, if there is shuffle... Here's another thing I'll throw at you, Fred. Did Fogle do enough to get Yamamoto's spot in the top six? Yep. If you want to shift things around, that's that's uh, actually that's probably a change I would make before I worried about the composition of the top five. I, I, I might give Fogel a look because at least he was taking the puck to the net, net yesterday. And Tampa scores with a tenth of a second left in the second period. They scored with three and a half seconds left in the first. Point one on the clock. They'll probably add some time once they go to the replay. But it's 6-2 for the Lightning. Fred, appreciate the call. We'll get to a few more of uh, your texts. And Kelly Rudy is coming up. It's Inside Sports on 630, Chet.